Hey, Tidbitters. Welcome to Audio Tidbits. I have what is, for me at least, some kind of exciting news. I discovered that I have a long-lost cousin. Of course, he wasn't really lost. He's been there all along. He knew where he was. It's just that I didn't know where he was. Actually, I didn't even know that he was at all, one way or the other. Nonetheless, my cousin Gus has come on the scene, and I am really kind of hyped about that. I'm kind of amped up about that. One of the things that I have done is I've invited him to join me on Audio Tidbits. So he's going to be a regular contributor. Sometimes he may even be the primary host of the episode. We'll have to see how that works out over time. But this is his debut appearance. I think that means his first time on Audio Tidbits. But at any rate, I'll just let Gus speak for himself. He can explain whatever he wants to explain. And I hope you enjoy it. Once he gets finished, I'm going to close this episode out with one of Kevin McLeod's songs, I think that most of us always enjoy something from Kevin, so I'll just kind of tack that on the end, and we can go out with that. So for now, thanks for joining me. Be well, be safe, and drum roll, please. I don't have any drums to roll, but drum roll, please. Here's Gus. Hey, Gary. I was as astounded to discover that I had an American cousin as you were to discover your Swedish relations. We had no idea. It's just one of those turns of fate that redefines our world. I must say that fate sure turned things in the right direction this time. And for me, the capper was when you invited me to join you on Audio Tidbits. Asking me to share my ideas with your audience is certainly one of life's highlights for me. I am pretty nervous and hoping that I am up to everyone's expectations. After a lot of indecision, I have settled on what I think may be something the tidbitters will find interesting and maybe even fun. I know. I'm putting off getting down to it. Here we go, with fingers crossed. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow who said, We judge ourselves by what we feel capable of doing, while others judge us by what we have already done. Also Longfellow's pronouncement has superficial plausibility, it's merely an example of polar logic. One pole is what you feel capable of doing, and the other is what you have already done. The judgment reduces to can, and, did, you judge yourself based on can, and others judge you based on did, according to Longfellow. The reality is that such judgments rarely reduce to either can, or, did, for you or for others who judge you. Look first at can. If this is a judgment you make about yourself, is it reasonable to make it without considering did? Relying exclusively on what you think you can do, without considering what you have done, places no value on prior experience. It also acknowledges an inability to learn. Alternatively, if you consider it to the exclusion of can, your behavior is simply repetitive, and you will need to take Albert Einstein's observation to heart. Insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Look next at did. If others are expecting change, improvement, innovation, 
or new approaches and strategies, you aren't the person they need. They can only expect you to do again what you did before. Unless can is considered, nothing new or different ever happens. The conclusion is that can and did aren't separable. They are the head and tail of the coin of progress. How then should one approach success? What is the best strategy for blending did and can? Arthur Schopenhauer pointed out, a man can do as he will, but not will as he will. The message is that you can't simply will things to happen. You have a wide range of options for doing but no magical powers. Alexander Graham Bell said, the most successful men in the end are those whose success is the result of steady accretion. It is the man who carefully advances step by step, with his mind becoming wider and wider, and progressively better able to grasp any theme or situation, persevering in what he knows to be practical, and concentrating his thought upon it, who is bound to succeed in the greatest degree. The basis for judgment is now clearer. You and those who judge you focus on both did and can. Success is a blending of the two sides of the coin. And if your goal is to get a thumbs up from you and from others, you need to get high marks on this short quiz. Good luck. 1. Are you carefully advancing, step by step? 2. Is your mind becoming wider and wider? 3. Are you persevering in what you know to be practical? 4. Are you concentrating on succeeding? Sure, it's simply a variation on the old story, nothing succeeds like success. Hey Gary, there you go. I sure hope that I was up to it, once I got down to it. Even though I'm glad I have my first set on audio tidbits behind me, I'm already looking forward to another chance to share with the tidbitters. It is way more fun than I had imagined. I'll stop and turn the microphone back to you.